You are listening to the Blood on the Tracks podcast, an exploration and celebration of film soundtracks and scores. Welcome to Blood on the Tracks, an exploration and celebration of movie soundtracks and scores. I'm your host, Lee Russell, and this is episode 22. We're going to be taking our second dive this time out into the Poliziotesque genre, the Italian crime genre from the 60s all the way up till at least the early 80s. And we might have some examples here on my playlist that maybe fit better into this the general Euro crime genre, but pretty much everybody calls these things Poliziotesques. I'm not exactly 100% sure if my playlist entirely fits into just specifically Poliziotesque. I think it does. I just didn't have time to do that deep of, of research to see if some of these films were, you know, outside of uh, Italian film productions. I think most of these are either Italian or Italian-Spanish co-productions, or Italian-French co-productions, or something like that. I don't think there's any examples here that fit into, like, just specifically, like, a German crime film that was just kind of aping the same thing the Italians were doing at the time. So, we're going to start off with uh, Stelvio Cipriani. I'm going to look at three selections from him. Now, the thing that I noticed this time out, going a little deeper into Cipriani's uh, discography or whatever, a lot of his stuff sounds exactly the same. (laughs) A lot of it sounds like the soundtrack to Tentacles. Now, Tentacles came after most of these films, I believe, but he was sort of just doing the same thing with the harpsichord and the um, bump, 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 that sort of thing. Um... He, he reused that in various ways over and over again. So he made the most out of one little gimmick there. And you got to give him credit for that, I guess, because it still all sounds pretty good. I mean, that's one good piece of music that he recycled in different ways. So can't blame him too much for that. We're going to look at the main theme from Killer Cop from 1975 first. Then we're going to look at two selections from a trilogy. It's known as the Mark Trilogy, directed by Stelvio Massi. And it was Mark of the Cop, Mark Shoots First, and Mark Strikes Again. And the two selections we're going to look at here are the Fin de Cobb from Mark of the Cop from 1975. And then Mark Colpisi and Cora Titoli or the main titles, basically, from Mark Strikes Again from 1976. And once we finish with that, we'll be back with our next selection of songs.
Next, we're going to take a really long extended block of stuff here. First, we're going to look at Sambaba from The Tough Ones from 1976 uh, from Franco Michelisi. And this was also known as Rome, Armed to the Teeth, which I think is a better title. I like that one. Then we're going to look at the main titles from Crime on the Highway from 1982. This is another Franco Michelisi track. And this is from the ninth chapter in the long-running Nico Giraldi series that was starring Thomas Millian. Sort of a comedy crime film in a, in a, in a certain way. Uh, there, there was uh, comedy in the series. It was sort of a subgenre of the Poliziotesky stuff. And you saw spaghetti westerns and other genre films basically sort of branch out into stuff like this. Like spaghetti westerns did this. Black exploitation did this. They're always trying new things to try to inject some life into the formula and make more money. Uh, this was actually directed by Bruno Corbucci, Sergio Corbucci's uh, younger brother. Uh, then we're going to look at You Are Not the Same from Contraband from 1980 from Fabio Frizzi and Cricket. And this is uh, Fulci's only foray into crime films, at least in the 
Poliziotesky genre. He did do some giallos, which count as crime films as well. This one's interesting, as this sort of almost... It's like, hey, Blondie's really popular, so let's rip that off. And that's very much what this sort of sounds like. And then we're going to look at Dreamland from Bloody Payroll from 1976. I love that title. Enrico Pirenunzi? I totally fucked that one up. He's got a really hard last name to pronounce for an idiot like me. And also uh, Silvano Cimenti uh, did the music on this. And this one was a big success. It actually earned 1 billion uh, lira in the box office. Then we're going to finish off with the main titles from Confessions of a Police Captain. And uh, this is a nice little track from uh, Riz Ortolani. And then we're going to come back with the second half of our show after some podcast promos.
ungodly warlock. You're traveling through another dimension. It's a dimension of not only a film and sound, but mind. A journey into an auditory movie review adventure that must be experienced to be believed. There's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, the Doomsday Clock. You can extract the Witch versus the Doomsday Clock podcast by either searching for WYCH on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and on your Android device. Which versus the Doomsday Clock is a proud member of Legion Podcasts. So prepare yourself. The podcast ice is gonna break! Hello and welcome to Hello, This is the Doom Show. I am Richard. And I hate the burning. Shh, who are you? Speak. <laughs> and I'm Brad. She came in and said, bark, bark, bark. <laughs> and he said, bark, bark, bark. And she said, bark, 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 bark. That's what I got. One is the Suspiria boner, the other is the Inferno boner. <laughs> which, anyway. Which one is crying? <laughs> The boner of tears. <laughs> Hello, this is the Doomed Show is available on Hello Doomed Show Podomatic.com and Doomed Movie Thon.com. Hello, hello, this is the Doomed Show. Richard Brad Jeffrey Nava. only one thing a listener of podcasts about film desires more podcasts so now that we have that irrefutable truth established why not give they must be destroyed on sight hey listen we do it all don't believe us here's a series of terms that somewhat describes what we cover exploitation i never try anything i just do it drive in david carradine and claudia jennings are super warriors Cult. John Wayne was a fig. The hell he was! He was too, you boys. Sci-fi. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Drama. Now get the fuck out of here, pervert! Didn't I warn you? That's that. Horror. Here's Johnny. Sex comedies. Jeannie, what makes your father such a sex fiend? Film noir. People lose teeth talking like that and silent movies. So far, no musicals, however. No, none of those. So check out... They Must Be Destroyed On Sight! A semi-regular podcast hosted by Lee Russell, Daniel Harper, and Paul Romali. Find us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Facebook, and probably other podcatchers we've never heard of, and at our official website, tmbdos.podbean.com. What was the name of that podcast again, Dr. Roche? They must be destroyed on sight! You ungodly warlock! Alright, we're back for the second half of the show, and now we're going to take a look at three selections from Louis Bakalov, 
first up we have the Euro Revenge film, Summertime Killer from 1972. And the two selections we're going to take from this are The Summertime Killer and Motorcycle Circus. This film was starring Olivia Hussey, Carl Malden, and Christopher Mitchum, Robert Mitchum's son, who was not as talented, so his career didn't quite go as far as his dad's. But interesting thing here is that depending on where you look, Summertime Killer and Motorcycle Circus could be either song. Uh, they get the the titles get switched on these in certain instances. For the most part, from what I can tell, most of the Louis Bakalov official releases, Motorcycle Circus, is the sort of famous cut from this album. It's the one that Quentin Tarantino used for Kill Bill Volume Two, although he lists it as the Summertime Killer, whereas the Summertime Killer is the more rock and roll, less laid-back cut out of these two selections. Yeah, I don't know where the discrepancy came from there. I don't know if Quentin Tarantino's people just fucked up, or if there's some sort of retitling going on here where the two songs got their titles switched. I I just don't know. But uh, The Motorcycle Circus is the familiar song that's credited as as the Summertime Killer. And, yeah... It's a little confusing. I'm still confused. I think I just confused myself more. Then we're going to look at The Police Serve the Citizens, the main theme from that. And that was a Policioteski from 1973 that we covered on the They Must Be Destroyed on Sight podcast a while back. It's one of the more dark and depressing ones. It's one of those ones where it's like you can't win. (laughs) The oppressive corruption in the government is going to crush you no matter what kind of thing. Uh, very, very noirish and moody. Um, not the usual action-packed kind of policiotesky most people are familiar with. Uh, after we're done looking at those, we're going to come back for our final block of songs. <laughs> Thank you. 
Okay, we're back for our final block of songs now, guys, and I can't think of a better way to go out than with the very prolific and both hard-rocking and sometime uh, disco-dancing DeAngelis brothers, Guido and Maurizio DeAngelis, and I think I got some nice selections here for you guys this time out. We're going to start off with High Crime from 1973, and this is Life of a Policeman from High Crime. This is a Inzio G. Castellari film, and it was starring Franco Nero, and this is one of the ones that really apparently influenced the whole big boom of the Poliziotesque. 1.6 billion lira at the box office, so it was a major hit, and I think this is also kind of serves as a template for a lot of Franco Nero's Poliziotesque films, where he's the either the common man or the civil servant of some sort who finds himself up against massive corruption and basically takes it upon himself to butt heads against the system that is ultimately corrupt around him. Or, you know, just take the law into his own hands when the law won't help him. That sort of pattern is laid down in a lot of his films, and uh, Nero really excelled at that shit. Like, he's just, he's really, really good. Even though he's like an incredibly handsome man, he still somehow pulls off being the everyman, which is, I think, a testament to his acting talents. Next, we're going to look at Il Grand Racket, sequence one finale from The Big Racket from 1976. This is an amazing film. I love this film. Fabio Testi, of course. Uh, the soundtrack for this is fucking off the charts. Maybe the DeAngelis Brothers' greatest achievement. Outside of street law, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's hard to uh, try to decide what which one I like better. Um, here they give you this massive wall of sound. Like, there's just all this stuff happening. All these little riffs and things going on. All this rock stuff going on. Sounds really great. The opening sequence for The Big Racket is fucking a, still one of the best opening sequences for any Poliziotesque film and any sort of crime film uh, really good stuff here. Then we're going to finish off with a really, I think, a stone classic in the genre. Like, I think there's really nothing that kind of touches this film, and the soundtrack follows right along with that. And we're going to look at Driving All Around from Street Law from 1974. I think this is Guy from Sybil and Guy singing in this one, too. Uh, I can't be sure of that. For the longest time, I thought this was Franco Nero actually singing in this. Uh, again, a Franco Nero film, and probably my favorite, Poliziotesque. Uh It's also sort of a revenge film in the in the vein of, like, Death Wish. But, <laughs> but in, and then this one, Franco Nero, probably another reason why he pulls off being an everyman so well is that Franco Nero was never afraid to show some ass on film. And I don't mean showing his bare ass, I mean getting his ass handed to him and being beaten up and just being foiled by bad guys and somehow only pulling off a win because he got lucky. I think this film epitomizes that sort of idea, that sort of use of Nero. And fuck, this film's great. Driving All Around is just an awesome, groovy kind of song and it plays about a million times in the film and I absolutely fucking love it. And we're going to end off with that. I hope you guys enjoyed this second Poliziotesque playlist. I don't know when I'm going to do a third, or if I will. I probably will. There's still a ton of music out there to uh, share with you guys, or just reacquaint you guys with. So, 
uh, until next time, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, I have not been planning these out a lot recently. So I'm open to suggestions. If you have a sort of film genre or something along those lines you want me to pull some music from, please let me know. Just go to the They Must Be Destroyed on Site group in in Facebook and uh, leave your suggestions there. And I will see what I like and uh, I'll probably end up using one or two of them for future episodes. So until then, thank you guys for listening and we'll see you later.
for listening to Blood on the Tracks. For other episodes of this podcast, as well as our main podcast, They Must Be Destroyed on Site, please visit us at tmbdos.podbean.com. Thank you. Drive through.